March 13th, 2020. That is when Brianna Taylor was murdered in her own home. She was asleep. She was an EMT. She was black. Um, the three officers that did it, Brett Hankinson, Jonathan Mattingly, and Miles Cosgrove, fired 20 shots at her into her apartment while serving a no-knock warrant in plain clothes. Her boyfriend fired back in defense as any American, ha I think, has the right to in their own home. Um, he's also black. These... Her boyfriend was arrested for attempted murder. Uh, the officers have not been held accountable for her death in any capacity. No one has. One, they've been placed on leave. One has been fired, I think. But there's little... There's little transparency. And let me just say, four months... Four months is this is August thirteenth, so that was four months ago. Um, oh yeah, hey, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Obviously, things have it, it's been this is a wild world we're living in. Um, it's always been a wild world, come to find out. And if you guys didn't know that it was like this, um, a lot of people have known all along how ugly and cruel this world is. Um, and I, if you follow me on social media, you'll see that I was in the protests with, I was protesting to help support the cause, the, the Black Lives Matter cause, because no lives matter until Black Lives Matter. I believe that. Um, it's not fair. I grew up in the south end of Louisville, and that is... That is a lower middle class, I would say. Um, there used to be, I, I grew up right around the Iroquois projects, but they tore those down. I think they rebuilt them with something else, but I'm not sure. Um, oh yeah, by the way, I'm by myself on this one. I just I just couldn't wait to do a podcast. It's been way too long. But anyway, more about me. I have grew, grew up in the south end of Louisville. I went to inner city schools um, my whole life. So I've always been surrounded by uh, a lot of diversity and black kids and Middle Eastern kids and Hispanic kids and just kids from everywhere. And, you know, one of my favorite things is to learn, learn about people and learn about things that I'm, I'm not familiar with. And I don't know. So it, it just, it's nothing to me to, you know, be with black people, be with white people, be with purple people, brown people. But um, growing up in South Louisville, I have, you know, I'm having a lot of black friends. I have witnessed and been, you know, I've, I've witnessed them being discriminated against. I've witnessed pure racism. I've heard pure racism. Um, it's not fair. It's not okay. 
and that's just how I feel about it. That's just the basic of it. And, I mean, there's a lot. I'm sure there's layers and depths to it. But I mean, I've seen. I mean, I've, I've had friends get murdered in this in South Louisville. I've had friends get stabbed. I've had, you know, um, I've had friends stab people. I've had friends, you know, lots of fights. But you know, Wandot Park basketball courts. You know, if you're familiar with that part of town, that neighborhood, right across the street, Wheeler Avenue, Southern Heights. Um, but my whole point was, I think that this is a bunch of bullshit. Let me tell you that. Anyway, let me get back to what I was talking about. It's been almost four months. So Brianna Taylor was murdered in her sleep, shot at 20 times, shot actually eight times in her sleep on March 13th, 2020. Okay. That was... That fucked me up. I think I, I think I mentioned it on a podcast, but that fucked me up. Like, cause yes, she's black. Yes, that's it's of course. Like this, the fucking profiling by the police and by the government, it's just so fucking shitty, dude. Like I, I'm ready, I'm ready to do things. I'm ready. I've been ready to go. I've, I, you know, I had to stop being in these streets because I, I'm like, I, I'm. I became militant. Like I'm, I'm not seeing results. And what's what's happening on our on our own our own country soil is terrorism. is a form of domestic terrorism. They are the way the way they are treating people that are peace, peacefully protesting. There there there's no leadership. There's no leadership. The cops are just they're they're projecting their insecurities they're scared to death and they're they're acting like it they're acting like they got a gun and it's like that's not how leaders should act they should be helping i mean there's of course of course there's good cops and of course there there have been good cops either putting on a show or at being genuine in what they were doing but the term a few bad apples you know that term is a few bad apples ruins the bunch. And anyway, a police officer should be a leader and an example in the community. That's what the fuck that shit is supposed to be. We shouldn't fear them. They shouldn't fear us. They should be a leader and an example of what a citizen should be. And they should be informing and socializing and helping. Okay? That's, that's what we agreed to use our tax dollars for. We didn't. I didn't. I fucking personally, I'm ready to become a sovereign state myself because I didn't agree to do anything with my taxes. I was just born here, and I just have to do these things. That's another podcast. So anyway, Brianna Taylor, God rest her soul, she was murdered on March 13th, 2020, almost almost four months ago, over a hundred days. Four months is 120 days. Okay. If, I, if my math is right, that's 107 days ago, 103 days ago. My math is a little wrong right now because I'm a little twisted, all right? And then, and then we all we all witness George, George Floyd die on May 25th. May 25th, 2020. And that's, that, that was two months and seven days later. May 25th, 2020. Um, that was about the time that we took to the streets we as in people that have had enough of seeing oppression being oppressed um and listen listen first off you know i i understand i'm a white male and my words don't mean shit my words don't hold any weight so 
my intentions my intention is just to support and listen and learn and educate when i can to other when i when i see an opportunity of racism occur but right now <clears throat> another reason i was hesitant to do a podcast is because i like my shit my i don't feel like my voice means shit but i got a lot of shit on my chest and i'm sure that the four or five people that i talk to are tired of hearing about it because i get triggered and the the injustices that i have witnessed and been a part of and just that i see online that i'm so happy we have this 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 tool that the, the the twitter the facebook the instagram that we can communicate and show the truth of what's really going on out there but at the same time it i i, I overwhelm myself with that because i want to help i want to fix i want to i want to i want to see better i want to see people do better but or be I, not people do better but people you know be in better situations because i'm I, I I hope people are doing the best that they can. It looks like it, but it's just overwhelming. I got I got off my socials, so if y'all followed me on social and I'm and I'm and I'm ghost, I'm ghost right now. I just I had to. I I stayed with Twitter because Twitter offers a little humor, it offers some porn, it offers a little news, but it's all it's a big mixture of a lot of different things that that kind of help me disengage from the actual real world. Um, but right now, yeah, I'm off of Instagram and Snapchat, and uh, I hit the Facebook. I have the Facebook Messenger because that's what my son, we talk on. Um, but other than that, it's, yeah, I've just been living. So George Floyd gets murdered on May 25th, 2020. And then everybody took to the streets. We watched it. We watched a man get murdered. What was eight minutes and I want to say 36 seconds I think that's the the number but we've all seen it um rest in peace Brianna Taylor rest in peace George Floyd shout out to their families um you know I've screamed their names so many times in in the streets and it's wild that nothing's been done uh, Minneapolis has had, uh, I guess, I think some progress, at least, at least change. Minneapolis, Minneapolis has changed things up a little bit or, you know, whatever the fuck it is, but they've, they've done something here in Louisville. They've done nothing. They passed a no knock warrant. Um, uh, the Brianna's law where they can't serve no knock warrants anymore, but they doesn't apply to J town police. It doesn't apply to certain jurisdictions only to LMPD and like the correctional department. It, you know, and these are all semantics, but this is the kind of shit that I'm talking about is that they, they they leave these fucking loopholes for what? Because they want to keep a fucking knee on everybody's neck that's not rich or making them fucking millions. I don't know. I'm pretty pissed off. Um, so we took to the streets and we started, well, we started, we started protesting and the first couple of nights it was rough in louisville uh, i'm not gonna lie it was it, it seemed scary it was a lot of people talking sense into some people for wanting to loot and things like that and there was some looting going on there was looting and like some vandalism and whatnot but the vandalism from the people that lived in this city was mostly i 100 would say graffiti and i mean they probably threw a couple rocks in the windows but people from out of town came in and you know people from out of town came in 
that was the shit right there. There's those were the people that were inciting the violence. And when you get a, a group of people together, one person starts doing something, and they all start kind of starting to want to do it. And it's just the way people. It's just the way biologic biologically we all work as people, as organisms in the world. But but yeah. So in the beginning, it was a little. It was a little rough, but see. I was living with my mom at the time, with my parents at the time in the basement, and they just kept the, the, the news on all the time, and it was just looting this, rioting that, people are bad, and I, and, I, and I knew, I had a fucking feeling, I was like, you know what, it was, the first, it was like the first couple hours, like first 24 to 32 hours or whatever, that it was, everything was starting, you know, the, the shit hit the fan, and, you know, I knew that's what, what what I knew that's not what was really going on. I knew that the media was painting just a picture or whatever the fuck was going. I knew that whatever was being painted there was not was that was not accurate. Sure that those things were happening, but that 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 shit. I know how the brain works. Like the the, the fear chemical is going to make you come back and want make you just keep coming. That's what that's what Facebook. That's how their algorithm works. It incites anger. It incites fear, and that's how they keep fucking. That's how they keep you glued to it, and it's. You know, it, it's to make money. It's to generate ad revenue. I get it, but, you know, capitalism's a little out of hand in this country, if you ask me, because it all becomes about the bottom dollar. But, you know, we have to think about people and mental health more than anything, um, because people are fucking losing it. And if they haven't lost it already, I don't know how people in Louisville are keeping it together. I don't know how we haven't burned everything the fuck down, because there's no transparency in our government. Our mayor's a bitch. Anyway, we'll get to him. So, so the first couple of days were rough. I have a lot of pictures documented on my socials. Of course, I'll post links in the in the notes. Um, but I have I I tried to so so let me I get off track. That's why I like to have somebody else on the podcast. But I had to get one out. So let me back up. So the George Floyd, May twenty fifth, he passes. He's murdered by a white racist fucking cop in front of everybody, but nobody did anything about it. I don't, I mean, you know, no, none of the cops did anything about it. Of course, I would, if I was a bystander, I wouldn't do anything because the cops are standing there waiting for somebody to do something it looked like. But anyway, so I'm seeing all this shit. I'm hearing all this shit in my house, and it's just like, it's all negative. The news is on all the time. I'm like, fuck this, fuck this. So I, I get, usually get to work about six o'clock. I get off about two, three, four, five. Latest is the five. So. So I started going downtown after I got off work every day, and I would be down there for for the first four, probably four or five days after the after May 25th. So right into the beginning of June, I would go down there every night until one, two o'clock in the morning. And the first couple nights, we um, we marched, we marched, and we chanted. And we listen to people speak, and we exercise our rights to peacefully protest on public ground while we're we were we were obstructing tra- traffic, and you know, but there was just so many of us, hundreds of people just walking down Broadway, Louisville, hundreds of people. Um, we expressed ourselves, and you know, we were pissed off, and we don't know what 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 else are you supposed to do when we're pissed off? We when you want when when murder's on your mind, like you want to go fucking. 
You want to go hold someone accountable. You, you want to go hold cops accountable. You want to go hold the judge accountable, the fucking mayor accountable. Can we get an answer? Can we get something? Can we get a reasoning as to why the fuck there is systemic racism in every fucking thing? You look in a fucking medical textbook. It's it's white people. It's white skin. It's white ailments. It's a dermatology. I've, I've seen like dermatology like textbooks of people like they're in dermatology school or whatever, and they're like, well, this is how can I how can I diagnose people of color when all I all I am trained on all these textbooks, the recent textbooks in the 2013, the 20 the 2010s, 2019, whatever. It's mostly white people and white skin, and it's just like it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. I get a lot of things. I'm very open-minded. My opinion changes. I can be persuaded, but one thing that I cannot be persuaded on, or I won't be persuaded on, is how do you treat people of color this way, specifically black people? And let me just say, it, it, black lives matter, but people people of color, like they're that's people of color, and then sexual abuse victims, like all this shit's coming out. None of you motherfuckers that commit this shit can hide. You motherfuckers that are like, think what you want. If you, if you're a racist, stay in the fucking house with that shit. I'm all about you have your own thoughts. Be in the house. Do no harm unto others, ever. That is a moral. That is not a religious thing. That is not a political thing. That is a biological thing. That is how we are going to exist as a society. That is how we're going to be dismantled as a society because we continue to do harm unto others and impose our beliefs. Just leave people to fuck alone, learn from people, and get better. How do you think this country got to where it's at? So anyway, down there in the down there downtown Louisville, we march. We march everywhere. We march for hours. We march to Old Louisville. We march to. Bargetown Road, we marched a lot of places. We marched for a long time. We didn't stop until the cops came and broke us up. And they shot us with pepper bullets in the face, rubber bullets. Um, rubber bullets are made to be shit, if you don't know, ricocheted off of the ground like, like you would a bouncy ball at somebody. But they are firing directly at people. Um... We were tear gassed. Oh God, tear gassed. There's just man, I have so much, so many stories about just all the protest shit that I've seen, all the pictures that I have. I've documented most of it on pictures and video. Um, so yeah, the first couple days were really rough. Uh, I was on, I was downtown the night that rest in peace Dexter McEntee was murdered by a by. The National Guard. Let's talk about Dexter McAtee. Um, I'm so sorry. David McAtee. I went to school with a Dexter McAtee. That's a Freudian. David McAtee. Um, I was down there that night. And he was murdered on 26th and Broadway. I think it was 26th and Broadway. I was on... They okay, so the police has started to break up the pro our protest. Man, I want to say 
they started corner they, they, they kept trying to corner us off we have people on bikes and people on dirt bikes and they just kept trying to like square us off downtown because downtown's built like a grid they kept just trying to like cut us off or whatever but we just kept dipping and dodging and there's too many of us like they know they can't they can't do nothing with that so but they got the national guard with them so they're acting buck and they just keep cutting us off so they at some point they just start fucking pepper spraying us and they start fucking tear gassing us and i want to say that's on like 7th street and broadway around about that well i know that night june 1st is when dex uh, david mcatee was murdered june 1st i know that night they had pushed me i made it to 11th street and i don't know white people i don't know if you've i've been to the projects before i'm comfortable anywhere i'm cool wherever um but white people if you've never been to the projects before like i was they they 10th street in louisville that's down block um yeah like i felt that was the safest i ever felt just just saying like it was the safest I ever felt was when i hit when i got when i got into the projects like i don't know man the cops are assholes and that night you know i think he was murdered around one or two but said by 11 o'clock they pushed me to 11th street 12th street i was just i had broke off from the group everybody was separated and scattered at this time and i was i think they were that's where they were reconvening at was down there and I already made it to my I made it to my car by about midnight, um, but I had to take the long way around. I headed north towards the river and just kind of dipped through alleys and stuff like that. And I was still seeing cops everywhere, like still hearing they were still yelling at me and stuff. And um, one thing I, I I was doing I was Instagram I was Facebook and Instagram live and everything because I wanted I have I have quite a few followers, but I. I just want people to see that that's not what's really going on with the media showing like the, 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 the citizens that are down there participating in these protests. It's not what's going on is we're literally going down there and yelling, expressing ourselves at the buildings and at the police. We are, we have every right to do so as long as we're not blocking traffic, things like that. And yes, we, those, you know, with that amount of people like that are, you know, that, that, are, that are there together, like traffic's going to be an issue, but um, I don't care. Like we didn't hurt nobody. And when, when, when things, when things went down and people got a little crazy instead of garbage can on fire or something like that, we stopped them. People threw a rock. We stopped them. Uh, I know one time a young lady was leading the March and I, I like to stay in the front of the March because I, I want to learn from these leaders. I want to learn from the people that are, that are, that are pushing the movement, the people that have the voices. I, I just want to listen. I want to be there for that. I don't want to be a I don't want to be a sheep in the crowd. I want to be I want to I want to bear witness to to the next you know person that's going to inspire somebody because that that shit inspires me. Um, but a young lady was leading. She almost led the march onto the, the the interstate, you know. And I had just seen something on the news about how shit got real when the march was led onto the interstate, and that you know that's not peaceful and. They don't consider that peaceful. I don't give a fuck if they consider, you know, I, I'm down about it, about it now. But at the time, it was like we were trying to do everything not to get shot at. <clears throat> and it felt like that was something that they were going to literally shoot guns at us because we're on a federal fucking highway, interstate or whatever. So I stopped that. I mean, um, 
I don't know. I just I just wanted to be there. I just want to be there to su- I, I I am there to support and and um, learn, listen. And that's what that's what it was all about. I learned a lot. You know, I I got to ask cops questions and you know I asked I a very interesting question. I asked a cop. I got it on camera. Uh, and I and I do intend to file these somewhere and make it available to the public and maybe i thought about making a, a movie a video but we'll, we'll see i have over probably five to ten hours of footage footage including uh, marches uh, speeches um getting gassed getting pepper bullets thrown at us getting chased or shot at us getting chased by getting chased by cops um yeah but yeah I, well anyway i got to ask a cop a really good question. Uh, I told him, I said, you know, I've, I've been out here for days getting, you know, protesting and I just been, you know, every time, every time, every time it gets dark, you know, every time it kind of just, you know, it gets to be about that time, 11, 12 o'clock, no matter what, we can be peacefully protesting. Nobody throws nothing or anything. And they, they shoot one thing and everybody runs. And as soon as we run, they call it a riot. And as soon, and this is what I'm telling the cop, I'm like, as soon as they run, they call it a riot. As soon as we run, they call it a riot. I said, so what are we supposed to do in that situation? Because if, if one cop starts shooting pepper spray and tear gas, then other cops are going to start doing it. And, you know, it's like, are we supposed to just stand there and take it? He said, I don't have an answer for that. So what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, so I was like, exactly. I was like, so what are we supposed to do? I'm like, we're, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to stand there and take tear gas to the face just because, you know, I mean, I will and I have, but anyway, I don't know. So then, uh, let's see, one night we marched to the mayor's front door. I got all this, I got all this on tape. We, we marched by, we are so peaceful. We marched by the fucking National Guard so many times, the police so many times, looking at them, telling them we loved them, telling them, you know, they ain't got to be in that uniform. They could march with us. Like, and I, I just, I, I know it's like hip and trendy to say that you're an empath, but I, I think I'm almost positive I am one. And I've always called myself that and been that, felt that, but I just, it just, I can't imagine like being being a black man in the National Guard and just standing there and watching everybody march. And I don't know, like I don't know. That's a that's a, that's a an interesting position to be in. I always I always wonder like what's it like to be in another person's shoes? Like what's it like to be a black cop right now? Like I know they want to change things and things need to be changed, but they gotta have the sorry i'm there's somebody in the hallway in the apartment they gotta have um studio apartment apartment studio (laughs) they gotta have the funding and they gotta have the resources they gotta have the awareness and wherewithal to say hey mental health is a priority that's it that's mental health is a priority all this hard-ass shit all this toxic masculinity bullshit it's fucking it's killing the world but yeah we marched to the mayor's house 
we had no idea the cops didn't know the cop pulled up in a in his own personal vehicle and he was scared to death he was by himself and he was probably four feet from me and i don't know dude i started going off it's all on camera but i don't know i'm not here to talk about me for real i'm not really here to talk about anything i'm just here to talk so rest in peace, David McAtee, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor, rest in peace, George Floyd, rest in peace, everybody else that has been murdered, done wrong. I'm so sorry that the world is like this. I had to explain to my son a little bit about what's going on, but he's on his own little path, so I had to be real gentle with that. <clears throat> um, but anyway, so after about five days of protesting, I... My parents are immunocompromised, and then we have I have an adopted um, brother and sister, and my sister is immunocompromised. And she lives she lives with my mom, so it's like it wasn't. And then with the coronavirus going on, it was and we you know it wasn't a good idea for me to be in a large crowd of people coming home every night. So my brother, being the angel that he is, let me is letting me live with him for right now. Our plan is to upgrade to a larger apartment. So I haven't been living with my mom. I actually haven't talked to my mom since the beginning of June, since I moved out. Um, I don't know. She just couldn't understand why, why why I had to go down there, and I just couldn't understand why she couldn't understand why I had to go and protest and support people. And so that was just a difference of opinions, I suppose, and we just couldn't agree to disagree. Also, for the health and safety of her, you know, and them, I don't want to, they're diabetic, overweight, high blood pressure, all the things that old white people have because our country fed them sugar and high fructose corn syrup for their whole life and made it cheap and accessible and blamed eggs on high cholesterol. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so I've been living with my brother for the past couple of months. I'm drinking right now. I'm drinking a Golden Monkey Belgian style triple ale with added spice. Uh, it's nine and a half percent alcohol volume. Cheers. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so black lives matter. No lives matter until black lives matter. Believe that. Live that. Uh, about that action. Uh, I've been to Frankfurt. We marched in Frankfurt. I got friends that I got a my, my really good friend of mine, uh, Vincent. He has just been. I don't know if I should say his name on here, but anyway, I said his name. Um, shout out Vincent. But he has been providing food and drinks and everybody for that has been protesting for the entire protest and doing it on donations and things like that. He even lost his job during all this because of you know. I think due to like low business, whatever, the company he worked for just went out of business or couldn't employ him because of the pandemic, you know, it's nobody's fault. But and then so he went full time uh, protester. He's a, he's a full time uh, civil servant, I would say. But yeah, he's a uh, shout out. Shout out Vincent. He's just, he's an angel. He's a fucking literal angel. y'all. Um, what's been going on? Did the Pokemon go fast? That's been, that was tight. That was super tight. Uh, all kinds of shinies. Um, so yeah, normally Pokemon Go Fest is in like Chicago, but to get 
a ticket, you ha you enter a lottery. Not a lottery, but you yeah, you enter a lottery. And you might get a ticket, you might not get a ticket. And I've never got a ticket, but I've been in a lottery every year. So this year, because of the pandemic, they just kind of had it stay at home. And it was tight. It was super tight. It was two days. Uh, there was a storyline on the second day, and then there was a bunch of bonus challenges on the first day. The storyline on the second day was Team Rocket. Like, they brought the actual Team Rocket from the show, the anime, Jesse and James, into the into the game. That was fucking cool. And they got there in their Meowth balloon on the map, on the Pokemon Go map. So tight. Um, let's see. Uh, running. I don't worry. I've, I've been running when I feel like it. Um been going hard because I deliver packages for a living for a company. I've uh, been going hard with that. We're going hard at work. So, because I, I run like, I walk, well, I move five miles a day, around about five miles a day. So, I run packages to the door. So, those little sprints at about 120 stops a day, you know, it's, you know, a, 20 foot to 100 foot sprint from the car to the door and back you know full sprint kind of helps out so when i do I, i've been doing a few long runs like once a week and they feel good i just I, my fucking anxiety is through the roof just the amount of bullshit in the world and the amount of help that i can't give them and the the, the little the little effort that i can do um oh i went to vote in our states, I think it's called the state's primary, um, and I should be more educated on the voting process and system. Also, I shouldn't have to be educated on the voting and process system. I should go vote for who I like, and then I should be able to go in. Okay, this is who I want. I'm out. You know, I'm an American citizen. Here I am. I'm registered to vote. Here I am. So, Oh, I get up, uh, I go to the one voting place in the Jefferson County that there is for everybody to vote at, which eventually got shut down and left hundreds of voters unable to vote, even though they were in line technically to vote, and that's the, the law, but, you know, voter repression is, is real. So I go up to the desk, and I'm like, okay, cool, I'm Tim Burba, giving my ID, Bim Turba is my name, Tim Burba, am I supposed to say my, my full name? Anyway, I'm a little buzzed. Um, I give the the voter guy my ID and everything, and he was like, oh, "Okay, so <laughs> he was like, you're registered as an independent, and there aren't any independents running in this election, so you're not going to be able to vote." And I know, and I know he's a volunteer. <laughs> I know he's a volunteer, so I'm like trying to be super chill about it, and I'm like, "Okay, can I go over here real quick on my phone and change my fucking change my shit?" And then come right back. He was like, it takes, uh, it's like not that fast. It'll take a couple of days to register. And I'm like, God damn it. Uh, so I couldn't vote because the party that I picked wasn't, there wasn't anybody running in the independent party, which I picked independent because I don't like, I don't believe in this binary. I don't believe in, I don't believe in binary things. I don't believe in yes or no. I don't believe in right or wrong. I don't, it, dead ass don't believe in right or wrong. I believe in circumstantial right or wrong. I believe in, uh, there's always a better way to do things. Uh, but right or wrong, hell no. Because who the fuck is to say, like, nothing is black or white. So, 
But yeah, binary things, male, female, like cool biologically. Yeah, you might have these chromosomes that say that you uh, are this biologically, but whatever, dude, your brain works differently, or whatever, chick, your brain works differently. Awesome, go for it. You can be whoever the fuck you want to be, whenever you want to be. Um, but there's always a th- there's always got to be a third option, right? Like there's not there's that's this how that's how it's supposed to be. That's how the fucking world works. I mean, there's that's just how the world works. Look, this is why I need a co-host because I don't know where the fuck I was at in that story. Oh, kill me now. Um, oh, I'm voting. Yeah, that's right. I was voting. Okay, cool. So I'm independent. And I can't vote because there's no independence running. And it's Charles Booker running. And it's the vote to get, like, you know, the next person's going to get Mitch McConnell out. And Amy McGrath was his competition. And whatever, cool, a woman or a black man. Um, the, the, in America, the only people... I, this, that's awful. Native Americans are the most... Probably, I don't know, dude. Who am I to say? I'm an idiot, but... Native Americans are fucking oppressed. Black people are fucking oppressed. Women, and this is, in, this is in America, women are fucking oppressed, but black women are the most oppressed. Black women are the most oppressed. I will tell you that right now. Because, um, you know you know how I know? Because I got black friends, and I listen. I listen to their mothers talk. I listen, I listen to the stories. I listen to all the people that came down to the protests, the marches. I listen to that shit. I listen to that good, awesome, informative speeches. I got them on tape. I didn't even I didn't even have my phone out the whole time. I listened. And the pain that a black woman has to go through every day sending her child, brother, husband, sister, son, grandfather, father out into the world and worrying about are they going to come home? Are they going to be be harassed, killed? What kind of bullshit's going to happen today? Like it's like shout out to black women, okay? You are the best. Um, you're the most powerful humans. I swear to God. Um, where was I? I don't know where the fuck I was at voting. Oh yeah, okay. So Charles Booker or Amy McGrath. Amy McGrath's a white woman. Charles Booker's a black man. Uh, one of them where it's gonna go is gonna be you know potentially get Mitch McConnell out of office. Awesome. That's great. That's what we want. We want Mitch. We want Moscow Mitch out. Moscow Mitch, Mitch McConnell never even went to school with a black person. How would, like, none of it, we have, there's no representation of our community. Um, I know for a fact, when you go out in public or you go anywhere, you're going to see black people. You're going to see people of color. You're going to see yellow people. You're going to see brown people. You're going to see tan people. You're going to see white people. You know, but you look at you look at Congress, you look at whatever the fuck this shit's supposed to be, and what the fuck, dude? It's it's all the fuck. It's a bunch of Quakers. It's the fucking what is that? What what is the fucking 
what is that the last supper up there like what what are these people bunch of fucking old white dudes and you know what i got a lot of i got a lot of fucking daddy issues um mostly because he wasn't there at all ever but like that's that might be a lot of why but i the the one person that's fucked me over or been an asshole to me most in my entire life and that i've just not had a pleasure of being around the one type of person is white males old white males young white males too but mostly old white males so i hope this pandemic i hope they all don't wear a mask and i hope they all get corona and just pass on and we forget about them and if there's a statue of them fuck it tear it down tear it down put it somewhere i don't know the statue thing's weird because the statue thing's like all right yeah we need a reminder of what we used to be and things like that but you can do something else with the statue. You can put it somewhere else. You can change the doctorate. You can, you know, you can paint it radically. You can make it an art piece. You you can dismantle it. You can dismantle statues and put them together in a weird fucking way. Like an offensive way. Like put, <laughs> take the head off if somebody's riding, if like it's a confederate guy riding a horse. Take the guy's head off and put it on the horse's cock. Uh, or put it up the horse's ass and have his like (laughs) have his nose and eyes peeking out of the horse's asshole and then like on the (laughs) oh god that's awesome that'd be so cool Uh, or get rid of them or vote on it you know this is a democracy why don't we just have a fucking vote anyway back to voting so Amy McGrath, Charles Booker had so much uh, love in Kentucky in this state, but Amy McGrath got so much funding from Jesus Christ. Hang on, let me let me take let me get a big fucking gulp of beer because you know who I don't feel sorry for? White women. Right now, as a whole. Right now, as a whole. Shut the fuck up, God. We've heard enough white women on our fucking in the world like in our just shut up nobody wants to hear a white woman talk like nobody gives a fuck beyonce just put out a visual album like shut up nope rich and rich uh oprah if billionaires just shut up let's just say that i don't even want to say because this is if you're a billionaire shut up i'm glad ellen shut up i'm glad i'm glad chris D'Elia shut up but um Amy McGrath, she had all her funding from out of the state. And these are all facts. Like, I, I, I'm, these are all facts that I've looked up and checked. And I, I think, I mean, anything can be a fact. You know, the internet's always true. But from what I, my understanding, because I'm a political advisor, um, Amy McGrath got all her funding from out of state. Charles Booker had all of his love from in state and, and, and from out of state. Common, you know, supported him. I mean, he had a lot of, like, uh, famous uh, celebrities tweet him tweeting about him and supporting him, which is awesome, and, but he, he, uh, Charles Booker is a real person, he's a, he's a real dude, like, he's, so far he stands up for the, you know, for what's good, and what needs to be done and change, and, uh, openly he's, he's, mostly he's open, he listens, um, he's willing to listen, and change is good, that's why there's, that's why they set these term limits to, 
senators, presidents, things like that, because we should change things. Things shouldn't be stagnant. Things shouldn't always stay the same. Like this, <laughs> this accumulation of wealth and this promise that, because everybody my age, I know we were, I know we grew up watching fucking cribs and this the whole stunner era, rims, spinning rims, and everything, and it was awesome to see. It was a great spectacle, and I'm glad that the people that got those things got those things. But it made us feel like we were going to get those things, and you know, at the bare minimum, you know, we thought, okay, cool. If we don't get those things, we'll be fine. But we did everything that we were supposed to do. We went to school. I didn't because I didn't want to be in debt. I didn't like the structure of school. I didn't like that I'd have to learn all this extra bullshit just to learn the stuff that I didn't want to learn. Um, also, the market was flooded, was was and is flooded with degrees. And I mean, how is that? What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm all about being educated, but my reasoning for being educated wasn't to go get a degree and get a job. It was to learn things and, you know, have actual real world skills to apply them to or accumulate, you know, knowledge that I'm interested in of things that I'm interested in, which I, I do. And that's what I have been doing my whole life. Uh, school helps with that. And it's more of a structured form for people. But, you know, that's not I don't I don't like to be judged. I don't like people that do judge. I like people that listen and nod their head and are empathetic and sympathetic and just kind of are there and anywho um but yeah okay <laughs> damn i'm getting off track let me take another drink of beer here amy mcgrath funded by out of state and i wonder who funded her from out of state probably a bunch of white women um which whatever that's fine uh, but people, all your funding from out of state kind of doesn't, it kind of sucks. Like what, <laughs> how's that even fair? Anyway, uh, I think she beat him with, um, with numbers and that I'm realizing that I didn't realize before. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't keep, I don't keep ignorant, stupid people around me. Um, in my circle, in my quarantine as it is these days, which is very, three or four people um i don't keep dumb ignorant people and i forget what it's like that dumb ignorant people exist and when i say dumb ignorant i don't mean like i'm it, it sounds condescending but i mean people that are just not as informed and sheeple let's call them sheeple people that'll just follow the herd wherever it goes and do whatever they're told and eat whatever they're supposed to eat and you know whatever they're supposed to do um so I'm not a sheeple. Who the fuck knows where this podcast is going? I'm not a sheeple. Oh, yeah, I don't have sheeple around me. I have actual people that have actual thoughts and opinions and they're passionate about things around me. Because that's kind of, So I forget what it's... I forget these people exist. In my job, I'm in a van by myself delivering. I forget people exist. Um, and I deliver in Indiana, by the way. And let me tell you, they have really bad corona rates and people still come to my van and want to come to the driver window and want me to roll the window down and hand them the package. People approach me all the time. And I'm like, what in the fuck? I've had a couple of uh, Louisville routes. And when I deliver in Louisville, if somebody sees the van pull up, they run in the house. And I'm like, 
please, thank you, thank you. Like, let's just all stay the fuck away from each other. Let's wear a mask. What are you thinking if you're not wearing a mask? What are you What are you thinking? Okay, what do you What do you if you're in public? More people are definitely have a mask on than you don't have a mask than that are not wearing a mask. So what are your thoughts in your head if you are not wearing a mask? I'll wait. Because you're just putting a piece of cloth over your mouth for everybody else's safety and your own. And if it doesn't work, that's okay, cool. But if it does work, you save somebody's life. I hate you. Just wear a mask. It's easy. It's easy. Um, but yeah, so I've just been, uh, oh, me and me and my son went, oh, let's go back to, <laughs> I'll talk about my son in a minute. Let's go back to the voting thing. So I didn't get to vote. Amy McGrath won the election. Not by, uh, not by one vote, thank God. Um, but Charles Booker still has a lot of community support, and he's still involved, I think, in things. And I don't think it's the last we'll hear of him. But So I called my friend, who's a school middle school teacher. Shout out, middle school teacher friend. You know who you are if you listen to the podcast. If you don't, I love you. Um, and she, I was like, explain it to me like I was in middle school, how voting works. So she broke it down for me. It's as corrupt as I thought it was, the Electoral College, of course. I, I, I know the basics and things like that, but she kind of gave me a refresher. And, you know, the, the, the one thing that this the teachers couldn't answer the questions either, and she's a teacher as well, so it makes sense. But, like, I always have questions, but they don't ever have an, an answer why. I'm like, so why why do they do it like this? And, like, I don't know. Like, this, this is how it's always been done. And I'm like, yeah, but why? Like, why does this make sense? Why, why does electoral college make sense? Why why can I just have to be why does why do I have to pick a party? Why does it have to be binary? Why does it have to be this or that? Why can't it be something else? Why why in this land of freedom that we're we're just controlled by different things and systems and the system's great. I like the system. I like the fact that human beings have the knowledge and capacity to exploit the system to their advantage. I like that aspect about it. However, I think the system itself needs to be changed and updated because we're so smart. Um, it shouldn't be as easily manipulated, and you know, it doesn't take much to just write a, write something, some rules down on a piece of paper. Uh, say hey let's put this to a vote and you know and we'll figure this out and if this is the best way then that's what we're gonna go by like how hard is that because our founding fathers did it uh, air quote founding fathers they were <laughs> I'm sure they were a bunch of real good gems there and uh, you know I don't know a bunch of motherfuckers if you ask me nothing wrong with fucking a mother but you know you know the expression um, take a swig of beer. I do have some things in store for the podcast. I do have some people I want to reach out to in terms of ads. Um, I get some advertisement going for local businesses. Uh, I got a, I got some friends that have businesses. They're pretty cool. Um, shout out to my listeners in 
Ireland and all over the world. Shout out to everybody that listens to this. Um, shout out John Hooker. I love you. You know, you know, you're my boy. Love you forever. Um, you guys, if you wanna, if you wanna ask me a question, if you have any insights or anything, if you disagree with what I say, you wanna have a healthy uh, conversation of discourse or anything like that, you can hit me up on my email. I'll leave it in the show notes or it's bimturba6920 at yahoo.com. Um, I'll probably check my socials on my desktop. If you want to hit me up on Instagram or Facebook Messenger, you can add me as a friend on Facebook. Bim Turba is my name. Two words. Um, but if you have any questions, comments, concerns, Bim Turba 6920 at yahoo.com. Hit me up if you want to. If you want me to talk about something, if you want to know my insights onto something or whatever. Uh, cool. I have a Twitch now. I think I'm gonna live stream these. Um, I have I have a couple of things in store for the podcast. I've just you know I've just been on a reset. Me and my little me and my brother have been playing Ark, this dinosaur game. Uh, it came out like five years ago, but this dude. It's an RPG. I guess it's an RPG, but it is a way of life. And that is pretty much all we do. We play ARC and work. And, um, yeah, we do the damn thing. So, yeah. I didn't talk about my son, but we're in an hour here. I'll talk about him next time. Uh, it's good things, though. We got to hang out at the park. I'll tell you how that went. Oh, I'll tell you how that went. It, fucking spoiler alert. It was, um, he was fine. I was fine. It was, we had a good time, but the park we hung out was at was a fucking former slave plantation, which I have a petition to uh, change the name of. So yeah, I'll leave that in the show notes, and I'll talk about it next episode. Um, but yeah, I got some cool things in store for the podcast. Uh, I'm on Twitch. I'll leave my Twitch shit on my uh, in the podcast notes i'll leave my xbox and justin's xbox gamer tags on the podcast notes if you guys play arc you can play with us if you guys play xbox hit us up hit me up on my social instagram or facebook i'll leave all those in the notes um if you can leave a message rate review from whatever platform you're on uh, or tell a friend boost this on your social I'm, I'm i'm gonna stay low-key on the social media for a minute it wasn't it wasn't good for my brain i wanted i wanted to burn buildings down and i wanted to i i really <laughs> i wanted to do bad things um but yeah i'm off of social so hit me up. i will check instagram though uh probably on a twice a week i'll check it twice a week to see if anybody responds hit me up on i'll leave all my links my social links and my email in the podcast notes but uh i'm glad i'm back i hope you're glad i'm back if not fuck it deal with me uh first solo podcast yeah man i hope you guys are staying safe i hope you guys are enjoying your sanity i've been in the crib just doing push-ups and cush-ups um yeah, I hope you guys are doing well, and you'll hear from us soon. Later.